This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys, you made it to Friday. Congratulations. Yay! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live and MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, Good it, afternoon. I see some cloud cover. I've heard rumors of thunderstorms. Yeah. Not till tonight, I don't think. And so. I don't want to have it because it's Zuba's night at the Twins tonight, and my family is going. It's a very big night for our family. Thank you. And I don't want any thunderstorms, so put all your okay, energy well, toward that. you're on notice whether exactly. Colleen's family has plans. Thank you. And, you know, I think other people probably want to enjoy the great outdoors. All right. Uh, but if you are not enjoying the great outdoors, you may be inside in front of your television. And one of the things that's going to be on tonight, I believe, is going to be of interest to many. And that is uh, tonight's Dateline is an interview with six of the Jeffrey Epstein victims. And it is an in-depth interview with those victims talking about kind of the network that was set up uh, and and what their experience of that was. Mm -hmm. And among those voices, you are going to hear the voice of uh, a woman who goes by, well, it's her name. Her name is Virginia Roberts, and I can't pronounce her last name. Giffrey. Thank you. Virginia Roberts Giffrey, and she's going to tell a story about not just Jeffrey Epstein, but this earth-shattering story. Here it is. Wait, I'm having issues with audio. It's Uh-oh. not playing. It's not playing. It's not. Is it muted? No, it's like not playing in the computer. Oh, okay. So we're going to give that a second. But essentially, what she will talk about is her... Um, uh, the sexual relationship, nope, I don't even want to say relationship, the sexual assault she suffered at the hands of uh, Prince Philip. And it is, her story is shocking to say the least. Um, Prince Andrew. Uh, did I, what did I say, Philip? Oh gosh, I'm really sorry, that was a bad mistake. Prince Andrew. <laughs> um, Prince Andrew. And so we've talked about this a lot. We've talked about the fact that he was affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein, the rumors that perhaps he had been involved with these underage women. But we haven't really actually heard the story from the lips of one of the women. And this is this. We will hear this on this Dateline episode. Mm-hmm. And it is shocking to say the least. Yeah, well, this is the first time we're getting a firsthand account of um, Prince Andrew's involvement in this mess. We've heard these rumors for years and we've heard accounts. We knew this woman existed. We know about, um, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, obviously can, being connected with all sorts of powerful, rich and famous people. And they don't think it's beyond the pale. Um, or beyond the realm of possibility to believe that some of those very powerful people he was connected with were, um, uh, what is the word that I want to use, were a part of his um, assault. So that doesn't, you know, I'm glad that we're finally getting the chance to hear from the people who are directly connected um, to these stories as victims. I mean, it's been a long time. 
Um, most of the time leading up to this particular moment, these women and their accounts have just been brushed aside. These are women trying to make money, women trying to get attention, women who wanted to be close to powerful men. Um, they, it was not taken seriously, and it's only been since we started um, you know, dealing with people like Bill Cosby, like Harvey Weinstein, and thousands, Matt Lauer, and those are just the high-profile ones men in positions of power who've sexually assaulted women. So this will be, you know, again, it's a first, although sadly only for this particular, um, you know, situation. Yeah. The thing I think that, you know, uh, there's a couple things that I think of when I think about this Dateline episode that will air tonight, uh, where they will feature this, these six accusers of Jeffrey Epstein. Number one, there are more than six, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whose voices won't be heard. Oh, for sure. Because they decided not to come forward. Yeah. And that's fine. That's their decision. The thing I think about all the time, though, is that we've made progress in the sense that we're willing to hear now, right? These mm-hmm. stories. The thing, though, that makes me sad is that it's almost like we don't give it the weight it deserves when it's just one voice or two voices. We have to wait until there's a group of six or more, you know, before we're able to sit them all down and hear their stories in a way that makes people think, oh, well, maybe there's something to this. It's almost like the the voice of one is not as worthy as the voice of six. Yeah, and hopefully that's changed going forward, right? Like, it's only been until recently that, you know, we've been willing to listen to individual women and tell their stories. The problem is that there are a lot of those individual women that have existed. And part of the reason why that is the case, and hopefully that will change, is that in the way that um, abusers have dealt with women like these when they are rich and powerful, like there are lots of stories. There's stories about sexual assault. There are stories about men and women. There are stories about uh, proper behavior in the workplace. But this story in particular, and I think a lot of um, what we've been talking about on our show, deals with a very specific part of that, and that is very, very powerful, rich, and um, uh elevated men in society and the system that is in place to protect them Mm -hmm. when they do this. So the thing that um, the reason we couldn't listen to individual women come forward and deal with a situation right away is because each of those women were silenced. And now I'm talking specifically about, because my mind has been very much on Harvey Weinstein in the book. She said, Jody Cantor and Megan Toohey's book that came out last week. Mm-hmm. which you should read. It's a wonderful book. I saw an interview with them last night again, and I was just blown away at like just how amazing these women really are and what their work really does mean for people. But again, they point out and they illustrate that, you know, we didn't get the chance to listen to the first woman right. who accused Harvey Weinstein of this behavior because we couldn't know about it. Legally, we were not allowed to know about it. And the victim herself was not allowed to tell anyone about it. Yeah. So, I mean, and that applies to women like uh, those who've been abused by Jeffrey Epstein or any rich and powerful man who has access to things like NDAs, legal settlements, thousands, if not millions of dollars to settle these cases. Right. Absolutely. Well, let's hear from uh, the victim who is speaking tonight on uh, Dateline. And again, she is one of six accusers of Jeffrey Epstein, but hers is actually uh, shares a story with Prince Andrew. And uh, here are here's here's what you will hear on Dateline tonight. Federal prosecutors were going too easy on Epstein. How is it possible the system could have failed on so many levels at all the same time? 
How do you explain that? There is no explanation. I didn't believe it back then. Okay, I don't so I don't, I don't think we're listening to the right part, but that's okay. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> we're going to, uh, in any case, here, I can just tell you what she says. I think that'll help. It's Virginia Roberts, uh, and she tells the story of um, how she first encountered Prince Andrew. Um, she is, by the way, now 35 years old. She was 17 at the time. And she tells a story about how she was sleeping. Sure, she was, you know, she was asleep at the home, uh, the home where they were staying of Jeffrey mm-hmm. Epstein. And it, and say the name. Is it Ghislaine? No. Oh, Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Or it's, I've heard people say Ghislaine or Ghislaine. Yeah. Okay. So Ghislaine, she says, the first time in London, I was so young. Ghislaine woke me up in the morning and said, you're going to meet a prince today. And she says, I didn't know at that point that I was going to be trafficked to a prince. She says, we went out to Club Tramp. Prince Andrew got me alcohol. It was in the VIP section. I'm pretty sure it was vodka. And he was like, let's dance. And I was like, okay. So then we leave Club Tramp and I hop in the car with Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein. Mm -hmm. She says, he's coming back to the house and I want you to do for him what you do for Epstein. She says, I couldn't believe it. Um, And then she goes on to say that they engaged in foreplay in the bath. And then they had sex in the bedroom where where she had been sleep where she was staying. And she says he wasn't rude or anything about it. He said thank you in some kind of soft sentiments like that and left. And that's part of the interview we will hear. And it very, I mean, very exclusively names Prince Andrew and shares that story of her first interaction with Uh, Prince Andrew. I I think I really do have it this time. Okay. Okay. Broadcast interview. Virginia tells NBC News what she has previously alleged in court filings that Epstein directed her to also have sex with a number of powerful men, among them Britain's Prince Andrew. He was an abuser. He, he was a participant. Virginia says she was 17 when this photo was taken with the prince in Maxwell's London townhome, next to the bathroom, where she says he sexually abused her. What happened? The first time in London, I was so young. Gillen woke me up in the morning and said, you're going to meet a prince today. I didn't know at that point that I was going to be trafficked to that prince. And then that night, Prince Andrew came to her house in in London, and we went out to Club Tramp. Prince Andrew got me alcohol. It was in the VIP section. It was, I'm pretty sure it was vodka. Prince Andrew was like, let's dance together. And I was like, okay. And, And we leave Club Tramp, and I'd hop in the car with, Gilan and Jeffrey, and Gilan said he's coming back to the house, and I want you to do for him what you do for Epstein. I couldn't believe it. Virginia says the abuse moved from the bathroom to a bedroom. He wasn't rude or anything about it. He said, you know, thank you, and some kind of soft sentiments like that, and left. I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that even royalty were involved. And she says and she goes on and tells more of the story. And of course, again, there are five other women who are also sharing their story about the abuse they suffered at the hands of Jeffrey Epstein. I think it's going to be a really interesting episode uh, of Dateline tonight. Oh, for sure. I think we're going to hear a lot of things that we have not yet been privy to. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hear it from the mouths of the women who suffered it. Yeah. Um, and I know I'll be definitely watching. Hopefully we'll have some time to talk about it on Monday. Oh, for sure. Uh, but also look for the palace to be trying to throw out a ton of stories 
about other members of the royal family trying oh, yeah. to push that story down. This is not a story they want to deal with. Not at all. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese has arrived with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought a heaping helping of weekly dirt. For the Friday Dirt Alert. Hello. It is Friday. Hello, yeah, and I sort of just have like a collection of all sorts of little stories to tell you about today. One with like a Minnesota that. connection, so I like to give you this one. Um, Carson Daly and his wife, Siri Daly, are expecting their fourth oh. child. So they just announced it on the Today Show, which is very exciting. And um, Siri, of course, uh, is from Egan, Minnesota. She's a friend of mine from college, so oh, I always I like no to idea. give them little... Shout outs when I can. Yeah, Siri's awesome. She has a um, really great food blog called Seriously Delicious. Mm, <laughs> I like that. That's cute. And her name was Siri before Siri. Siri. Mm-hmm. All the series, and I knew three other series. Really? Yes, before Siri. Yeah. I felt bad for them. So did I. Yeah, I also did I think about Alexis. Same. No. Oh my I gosh, I know. It's really a challenge. We had someone call in when I was filling in for, um, for Steve on the Donna and Steve show last week. We had um, someone call in and say that their daughter wants to change her name, that this woman was calling in and saying her name is Mm A-L-E-X-A and she wants to change her name because it's so annoying. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. I get it, too. I totally get it. So anyway, Siri and Carson are having their fourth baby. Um, Congratulations to them. They have a 10 year old, a seven year old, a five year old, and then they'll have a new one on the way. Yeah, very, very busy. Insane. But Siri's cookbook and her blog is really great. She came on Twin Cities Live when she was in town. What's it called again? Seriously Delicious? Yeah. It's cute. Yeah, spelled S I R I. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, Courtney Kardashian revealed that she does not have a nanny anymore. You see this in a clip promoting keeping up with the Kardashians um, because her daughter scratched the nanny's face. Okay, it's not a good idea. Yeah, Um, Kim Kardashian told her sister Courtney to reach out to the nanny and apologize Um, and um, and give her money. I don't know. Or something. There you go. I mean, I do kind of feel like this is the trouble with this stuff, though. She's like, she said P- Penelope was really upset. She was putting her in the car and she scratched her in the face, but P can be out of control. I think she almost like blacks out and does these wild things. No, nope. I think Just, you might want to look nope. into that a little bit. And I think, do you really want to be putting your kids on this reality show and showing that about nope. their childhood? On the show, nope. I just yeah. feel that this is a very bad idea. Grow up someday, and you're not giving them a choice in whether or not their personality is formed for. I mean, and we all have to deal permission. with this. We all have yeah. to talk about this of what we put out there on social media about our kids and what we do. But um, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
you know, and I put my children in little stories for Twin Cities Live. Sometimes I post about them. But boy, the whole reality show thing where it exposes the good, bad, the ugly of who you are. Well, and, and what does you know, that develop when when you are a child and you have cameras in your life from the time you're tiny, mm-hmm. just showing who you are? I mean, does no one learn anything well, from John and Kate plus eight? And, and I don't think oh, we know. I don't we don't have a long term idea of what that does do to people because reality television is still very new yeah in the sense that the kinds of reality shows we're watching yeah about families we don't see how what that does to young children who grew up with cameras literally in their faces i think it's a bad well, not idea. only young children but adults for crying outside mm-hmm. i mean you know we all say like well you're an adult but like that doesn't mean you should just willy-nilly do anything. Well, it's true. I mean, but at least adults are making their d- own decisions for themselves. Children are having the decisions made for yeah. them. And then these cameras are in their homes in Even a really so. formative time of their life yeah. that forms how they view the world. And I don't know. Anybody remember when <laughs> Kim- I don't think kids should be allowed on reality TV. I'm just going to I'm just saying it. I just said it. I remember said it. when Kim had North and she basically said, like, she won't be on the show. Yeah. Yeah, that lies. I think that that we, changed, right? I don't know. I don't. Well, watch and the we've show. known it's lies. Like whether or not she's on like an episode or beyond just a passing glance, that child is in media all over the all place. Like over. you can't help it if your entire life from start to finish, when the moment you get up in the morning until the moment you go to bed, is somehow connected to social media. I just you can't help. That I do your feel like. Aren't. It's different, though, when you take your kids out to something, if you've taken them out, you know, if you are a parent and you are famous and you take your child to a red carpet event or Uh something with them and there are cameras and it's a big deal. It's different from having those things impose in your home, in your like bedroom, in your kitchen. Yeah, because then here's what I worry about, because I think the same is true with actual people, much less children is that you begin to change the way you behave because you know that you are doing it for an audience in a way that you don't do when you don't have the expectation that you're being watched. And that actually, I know people think they're so smart that they can like separate. I don't think you really can after a certain period of time, which means that the presence of that camera or whatever has literally changed who you are as a person. And when you're a child, you don't have permit or you, you don't have to your point, um, you haven't even established who you are right. as a person right. when you're a child. I know. I'm with you. Uh, Billy Bush finalizes divorce from Sydney Davis. So they are just done. So she filed for divorce in July of 2018 after being separated for nearly a year. They were married for 20 years. And that split came nearly one after uh, one year after that infamous video came that out of him rough, and President Trump. A rough time of Billy Bush's life. I know. But they'd been together for 20 years. It happens, ma'am. Yeah, it does, man. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Uh, Jennifer Garner out and about um, with this John Miller guy, and it's seeming like things are good with these two. If you're not watching her Wait, what is he? show, um, he, oh gosh, I forget. I can't stomach her uh, pretend cooking show. I like it. I thought it was cute the first time, and then I was like, now I'm just like, no, 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 no. She's just yeah. a little... Uh, she's just one of those people that's a little like she. I'm not. I don't get excited. Guys, her. really? Sorry <laughs> to drop I'm the bomb. So right excited here. about her. John Miller founded a tech company called Cali Group in 2011. And, oh, that, um, okay, okay, okay. They yep, were introduced guy. to each other by mutual friends last summer. Hit it off immediately. Yes. Um, and then her divorce from Ben Affleck was finalized in October after nearly three years of separation. And so these two were just spotted um, again. So together, there you go. But I think that's nice. 
And I think it's nice that he's like a normal business person. No, that's and I I'm, can't I'm, believe you're not as in love with her. Jennifer Garner as I am. I don't even know you two. Oh, I don't yeah, dislike her. I just don't. The pretend cooking show is too much for me. Yeah. She's just a little too precious, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what, do you guys not like unicorns and no, candy, we're not real. too? No. No. You don't like no. anything good? Somebody piddled in our Cheerios this morning. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. We've got Tracy on the line. And what is Tracy playing for today, Sonny? A pair of Fandango movie passes for the Goldfinch now playing in theaters. Woohoo! All right, Tracy, you know how this works. I do. The timer will begin after I ask you the first question. Here we go. Jennifer Garner used to be married to what movie star? Ben Affleck. What is the name of Katy Perry's boyfriend? Orlando Bloom. Suzanne Summers was one part of the trio on what TV show? Three's Company. Carson Daly used to host which afternoon MTV show? Uh, you want to pass? Pass. Demi Moore starred opposite Patrick Swayze in what movie? Ghost. Carson Daly used to host which afternoon MTV show? Oh. Oh, Tracy, I'm so sorry. sorry. No, you don't need to apologize to me. You can try again next week. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley show at 1230. It's our 32nd pop culture challenge. And Donna Valentine has arrived in the studio. Hi. Hi. Do you want to answer the one she did not get correct? Is it? PRL? Correct. Total request a Exactly. Oh, she's an overachiever. She I got the know, extra right? credit. Carson Daly used to host Total Request Live, a.k.a. TRL, on MTV. And now that we've gotten all the answers to those questions correct, we can move on to solve mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Bradley has brought us today in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Okay, blind items from our good friend, Enti Lawyer, who does these blind items, with her, which are just juicy bits of gossip with the names left out from crazydaysandnights.net. I will give you a blind item, and you will fill in the names. And by you, I mean Colleen Lindstrom and Donna Valentine. Hi, Donna. Hi, good Bradley. Good to see you again. Thanks and for stopping you. by. Sure. Okay, here's, here's your first blind item. Some are confirmed, some aren't. This one's not. Here we go. Another night, another stop at the swingers slash sex club for the A-minus list, mostly movie actor and his wife. Twice in a week must mean they found something they really like. Ooh. Does this guy got red hair? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No. Okay, okay now, so okay. People are so now I got two things going on. I want to know who Sonny thought it was. And also... Yeah, who did you think it was, Sonny? There's some couple that came out and said that they're into swinging. Oh. Oh. A celebrity couple? It's a celebrity couple, yeah. Who is it? Let me look it up. Give okay, thank you. You work on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's an A-minus list actor and his wife, and I think it is Chris Pratt. No. Oh, okay. How about... Okay. 
Oh. Go, no, go. No, go. no you, you go. Uh, I'm going to hear what you have to say before I say things. Okay, so <laughs> I I would not put this person on the level. I mean, probably technically he would be on a level of a Chris Pratt, but his name is not going to come out of your mouth as easily as Chris Pratt. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Chris Pratt, not technically A minus list. I How think. about. I don't want to say it. Uh oh. Say it. I want to say stuff. Thomas Middle Ditch. Oh. Thomas. <clears throat> okay. okay. Ashton Kutcher. <clears throat> Um, so here, I want you to, it's going to be, this one I think might be hard to pull out of your mouth, but he, um, sounds like a brand name. His name kind of sounds like a brand name of a product, like a household cleaning product or like refrigerator product. Mr. Clean? (laughs) (laughs) No, I never. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's such a weird Or a, a, a line of cleaning products. Okay. Does he... Oh, Chris Pine? Wow. That was a good, good guess. Good guess but... I don't even know if he's married. This is an actor? Yep. And is it a Chris? No. Okay. Let's just say his first name. Um, oh, I was going to try Are to they a married name. couple? Yeah. Is this. He was uh... in a movie with Timothy Chalamet. Oh, no. Army Hammer. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, okay. Let me fill weird. in wow. the blind item. Another night, another stop at the swinger sex club for Army Hammer and his wife. Twice in a week must mean they found something they really like. Now, what's interesting about this is we're talking about um, Army Hammer and his wife Elizabeth Chambers, and um, is she an actress? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm gonna yeah, look she's into an that. actress. Okay. She was in. Um, Movies I've never watched. Okay. okay. Anyway, um, I found this article about them uh, from yesterday, or actually from today, and it was photos of them out last night. A car was picking <gasps> yes. them up outside of their uh, outside of their bungalow in West Hollywood last night. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a swinger question? Yeah. I mean, to us, I mean, we, okay. We probably don't have any I answers. actually know a couple of swingers, but... Oh, not well, in, now well, we have some questions for you. Well, I probably should have asked these. I This is from many years ago, just someone I know from another state. You don't know him. He goes to a different school. Well, Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so my question is, does swinging mean that you switch partners? It, I think it can mean or anything. Or it means you're all... I think it just means you have sex with, you know, you have an open marriage. You sw- okay. I'm here to tell you that there is a very educational documentary about this oh, on oh. Netflix that I did watch one day when I was homesick. What's it called? Uh, something about swingers. I okay. don't know, but you'll find it. It's uh, It's a British documentary. And literally, so first of all, two things. Number one, um, I think I did see this. It's interesting. So it's about a couple who basically like open up their mansion on a monthly basis for swingers parties. And that's how they, that's what they that's their business. That's what they do for business. To that point, I looked up the place where they were uh, holding hands and getting picked up. Mm-hmm. It's not their bungalow. It's called the San Vincent bungalow. OK. And it is a. uh it is Hollywood's new clubhouse. Oh. It is Jeff Klein's latest hotel project. I don't know who Jeff Klein is, but it projects uh, the, or the, for celebrities and power brokers. And there's a ban on camera phones, oh. which tells you that there's some naughty, naughty stuff okay. going on at so, that bungalow. I bet you go there. There's a bunch of couples. And I bet you just kind of branch off and like pick and choose other people you want to hang with. It's a private it's members club in West Hollywood. Okay. All right. Should we do another one? Yes. Let's do it. I want to know more about this thing. Okay. 
According to, and this blind item comes again from uh, crazydaysandnights.net. No, no, it's not confirmed, but I think we have a good idea. And I'm going to start by saying, according to Bonnie, I don't know who Bonnie is. It's, I think, one of the people that's on his site. Don't worry about that name. Okay. This foreign-born model who used to beard for an A-plus lister recently got the highest amount ever for one night of yachting. <gasps> oh, is it Irina Shayk? Ding, ding, ding. Wow. da, 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 da. Yeah, because she bearded for uh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Sure. So, according to Bonnie, uh, Arena Shake, who used to beard for Bradley Cooper, recently got the highest amount ever for one night wow. of yachting. And do you want to remind people what yachting is? Prostitution. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> she that went too. all in. Uh, yachting is, uh, uh, I mean, it's a, it's what it's basically women. Uh, you explain it. I can't find the words. Right <laughs> I mean, now. it's all sorts of stuff. It's just powerful men having their way with women, whether that's sex work or company or you know, getting ahead in their careers. Does it happen uh, on, on yachts? Yacht? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. typically it has. It doesn't need to. But. Yeah. Okay. Hence the word yachting. Yachting. It was mm. you know lots of south of France behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just off the coast mm-hmm. of south, south, yeah. southern France. Okay. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. Okay, another blind item. This nut one is not confirmed from crazydaysandnights.net, but I don't think it's going to be too hard for you guys. The permanent A-list, mostly movie actor, is just trying to give reasons now to justify him being someplace every week or close to it, other than the fact that he's just hooking up with the illiterate A-list reality star. Oh my gosh. Oh! Oh my gosh! I I'm gonna let Donna work through right, this. Please. Okay, okay, you know I it. so know it. But okay, go. is Lindsay Lohan involved? <clears throat> okay, um, so you want you are looking for an A list, mostly movie wow. actor. Okay, so we're looking at a, maybe a Brad Pitt. Ding 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 okay, ding ding. Okay, okay, and the okay. illiterate. That is her first name and last name start with the same letter. A minus list reality star. And there's another clue in there. That he's showing up at a weekly event. A well, weekly? He's, yes, he is just trying to give reasons now to justify him being someplace every week or close to it, other than the fact that he's hooking up with her. Okay, uh, is she, where was he recently? Brad Pitt was recently. And where is he talking about being? <gasps> Pressure's on, Donna. <gasps> First Pressure's of all, on. who's the? Illiterate A minus. That's what I'm trying. Okay, so can you first name, last name, start with the same letter. Got that. Think your way through that one. Okay, so that's why I started with Lindsay Lohan. Uh, No, there's like a whole family. She's not a reality star. So is it a Kardashian? Yep. Okay, is it a Chloe? Is it a Kylie? Is it a Kendall? Oh, they're Jenners. Not. Not Chris. No, no, she's a J. You're missing oh my gosh, one. You're missing the the one. The one. The oldest one. Oh, so I think she's the oldest one anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her name is uh, Chloe. No, it's <laughs> oh what's God. her name? Why am I put her out of her misery? Uh, co co. Are you for real right I now? I can't think of her co- name because you're freaking co- me out and pressuring me. Cord. The one who was married, who was with Scott Oh my Disick. gosh, I, I cannot know. believe what's happening Cla- right now. What's her name? Courtney. Courtney, okay. 
Are you for okay, real right I now? I couldn't think of Courtney. I'm sorry. Know, I hate it when that happens. When she you can't having... get to the drawer, it happens. So Courtney and okay, let me Brad read the blind Pitt item. hooking up. So Brad Pitt I love it. is just trying to give reasons now to justify him being someplace every week, Kanye's Sunday services, or close to it, other than the fact that he's hooking up with Courtney Kardashian. I love it. Why does that have to be a secret? Just own it. I mean, that is status-wise do you really want Brad Pitt to be with the Kardashian? I don't care. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I like her. You know what I, I love like about you, Donna, yeah, is well, that you, you like accept... Her, but- all, all scenarios, and I appreciate that about you. You're an optimist. Thank you. I sh- it's not like he's going to end up on their show. That's what I'm afraid of. No. Okay, he's going to Kanye West's Sunday services. Is it really that much to believe? Like, uh, maybe he already is on an episode. Mm-hmm. Donna, thanks for helping out all week. Hey, Donna. man. Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime, honey. <laughs> Have a really good weekend. Thank Holly you, will you be, too. Holly will be back on Monday. We'll be back at full strength. And But you're always welcome, Donna. Thank you. Yeah, anytime you want to play with us. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we're going to check in with our friend Farrell from Google to see what you all have been Googling this week on My Talk 1071. Well, it's been a busy week, and uh, we know that you've let your fingers do the walking on the Google box on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But what, pray tell, have you been searching for while we check in with a Google Trends expert each and every Friday to see what you all have been Googling all week long as our Google Trends expert? You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And we've got Farrell on the line just to tell us uh, what's been trending this week. Hi, Farrell. Hi, Farrell. Hi, nice to hear from you guys again. Well, we're glad to have you. So I know that the Emmys are coming up on Sunday, so it's not a surprise that the Emmy Awards were trending this week on Mm -hmm. Google. No, not at all. People want to know uh, when it is, how they can watch it. People are already asking who won, so I think there's a small subset of the population who doesn't realize it hasn't happened yet, or maybe they think they, Google they... maybe can tell the future. You know? I was going to say, you know, Google can do many amazing things. You know, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> not that I've ever seen. But if you base it off of Google searches, you can get a feel for uh, who is leading the pack in terms of uh, what people think is going to happen. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, give us an idea yeah, do of tell so what you know. Yeah, do tell so we can earn some money yeah, on well, all of our office pools. If you base it just on searches, so uh, Barry, Game of Thrones, and Succession are the top three shows based on searches. So uh, that would cover your dramas and your comedies. And then the most searched actors are Bill Hader, Michael Douglas, uh, Sophie Turner, Amelia Clark. So, uh, so that's where the interest lies. Uh, and we'll find out Sunday night at 8 o'clock. 
I'm really excited. And I keep hearing about this TV show Succession, so I feel like, you know, now I need to finally start watching it. So thanks. I watch it. I love it. Uh, There's my my personal favorite, if you haven't gotten to see it yet, is a show called Fleabag, which Uh, is absolutely fantastic. That That show is mind-blowingly good. And so it, it, it is both saddening, but also awesome that they limited it to the two seasons. And there is no hope for another one. Like, they just know how to tell a story and just be done with it. Oh, well, that, that's crushing. I did not realize it oh. wasn't coming back for a third season. If I'm that's sorry, Farrell. <laughs> well, I'll try to change, uh, you know, put a turn that frown upside down. Oh, wait, we have to talk about something. Actually, I think people can be excited about today. It, uh, and that's Climate March, which was also trending. And um, it's something that's happening today. And uh, it's for a very important cause. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Today is the National Climate March. Uh, This was started in part by Greta Thunberg, uh, a 16-year-old Swedish activist, uh, climate activist, who's been um, spending her time reminding us of the impact that we're having on the environment. And today, all across the world, I I don't know if anything has happened like this, at least that I can remember uh, in recent memory. Uh, Hundreds of thousands of people are marching uh, all the way from Australia and Europe Europe and Asia and Africa and here in North America, uh, they're marching and demanding actions from their own governments, from the international community, and uh, demanding that we do more to save our planet. It gives me goosebumps, actually, and I'll tell you, my uh, 12-year-old and both of my 9-year-olds were asking me about this Mm. the other day and about how I felt about them participating in something like this, and a lot of kids in their school have talked about it as well, and you know, it, it to me that it, they are the right group of people to be doing this because this is their this is all of our planet, but we are leaving it to them. And I just think there's something so beautiful about the person who is in charge of this and all of these young people being really thoughtful about how they want to express themselves yeah, around this. Absolutely. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I- I agree. I couldn't agree more. Well, you know, uh, the last thing that was trending is not nearly as uh, serious as the climate march, uh, but we take her seriously. It's Christy Brinkley. Or do we? No, we don't, actually. That's part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think maybe she uh, took her dancing skills a little too seriously because uh, she is a member of Dancing with the Stars, uh, and she was practicing for uh, this past week's uh, rendition, and she tripped over her partner's uh, leg during one of the practices and broke her arm. She had what, uh, I'm not sure if it's a compound fracture, she broke both of the uh, bones in her uh, right forearm. And so she obviously had to step down because she could not dance anymore, but her daughter, Sailor, stepped in her place and did the dance on national tv okay couple things uh number one we like to throw a little allegedly in there um feral because we have been following the story closely and i don't necessarily believe that her arm is entirely broken i'd like to see the x-rays are those googleable feral (laughs) (laughs) i didn't they might be who knows we've got to search deep for those but i do wonder have people been googling around whether or not this actually happened because there there is a whole headed up by Wendy Williams and Team Cobra, Colleen and Bradley, a whole school of people who believe that she faked the injury. 
Well, I mean, I think Wendy Williams suggested it on uh, on her show that maybe it wasn't real. Uh, and then Christy was mortified when she heard about this. The top question about Christy Brinkley, which is, you know, just goes to show how we are as a culture sometimes, is how old is Christy uh. Brinkley? So I think people are more uh, interested in finding out how she can look so fantastic and, and still be, I think she's 65 years old now at this point. Um, but, uh, you know... She's got some longevity. I thought you were going to say the number one question was, who is Christy Brinkley? And then I was going to cry a little bit inside. But I'm happy oh, to hear. I, yeah, any any uh, male who's, I guess, 40 years or older knows exactly who she is. Oh, that is so funny. Well, thank you so much, Farrell, for joining us once again this week to tell us what has been trending on Google. We'll check in with you again next week. Thanks, Farrell. Talk to you next week. Bye. That's Farrell. He's our Google Trends expert, and we check in with him every week to see what you've been Googling. And I have to tell you, I have one more thought about Christy Brinkley that I have to do just with you, Bradley. Go ahead. Because I don't think Farrell understands where we are. It's fine. It's fine. Not everybody's there. Um, Can you not dance with a broken arm? Because you would know. If you recall, people have been on Dancing with the Stars with with, cast and limbs that they didn't have. This is all to get her daughter on stage. By the way, our cheese of pizza's in the house. Have you gotten an email from the front desk? No. Okay, so Just I need... phone call. Oh, you good. Oh. Okay, okay, Did okay. you tell them we were on our way, Sonny? Yes, sir. Okay, okay good. good. Okay, we got food to get. We got yes! stuff to talk about. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.